Hello everyone, I uh, just want to start this podcast off by saying that I caught a little cold and turns out that when you mute on Skype, you don't mute the actual recording, so you'll hear several coughs, sneezes, sniffles, whatever on my end that I thought I was muting, so my apologies. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome to the special Thursday edition of the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joe. You can find me on Twitter at Parkscope Joe. Joining me tonight is Nick and Sean. How are you guys doing tonight? What's up, guys? Special Thirsty Thursday edition of Parkscope Podcast. And in celebration, I'm drinking a nice Southern Tier Krampus. I don't know if you guys are drinking anything tonight. I'm drinking water. Sweet tea. There you Southern go. tradition. Really, I'm the only one drinking. Well, I, I had a beer earlier on, but I just didn't oh, there, you go. there you go. There you go. But yeah, yeah. Um, Southern Tier, the official uh, brewery of the Park Scope on, on a professional yes. podcast hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially, no with Mike. Our, especially with our first episode. Yeah, Mike's not in right now. He's We killed him for not recording on Monday. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah, He'd rather go to um, Christmas parties. Yeah, his, well, he had free Christmas steak. Sweaters. No, no, so, he had to go to that Christmas party. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. Mike was dragged to a Christmas party, and he had a lot of ranting y'all to do. But um, yeah, he'll maybe you'll, maybe you'll get it on Monday. Yeah, we'll get well, it all. Well, on guys, Monday. L- let's be really honest. What he's really doing? He's out shopping for engagement rings right now. <laughs> Hashtag the that's, cat gets hitched. That's exactly what he's doing. That's what he's doing. <laughs> It's just a front. He has this tough guy front. You know, I'm all, you know, I'm not going to get married. He's just like all gooey on the inside. You know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> but y'all, you don't, you don't understand. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's my best mic impersonation. And he's going to rip me one for close that. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, today. Uh, Universal around 11 a.m. Uh, announced massive uh, news for CityWalk, uh, Cabana Bay, and some slight Diagon Alley news. Um, the news uh, revolved around um, – well, we'll cover Cabana Bay first. Uh, we had some concept art, I believe, and some information regarding some of the things involved with Cabana Bay. Do you guys know more about this? Um, I know we discussed some concept art, but did they announce anything in addition to what we already know? Nah, it was basically just a kind of an overview. They um, the the concept art they showed, I'm pretty sure, was the seating area for the food court. Um, looks a lot like the bowling alley we saw a couple weeks ago. Uh, that same like tealish blue with the swirls and the the 50s, 60s aesthetics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, other than that, they they went over again the rooms, 900 suites, 900 value rooms, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was more just a, a reminder of that's coming next year than than anything real substantial. Mm-hmm. Okay. All I know is I'm still psyched. I want to. I'm going to stay there next year, 100. percent Whether it's Halloween Horror Nights or what, I'm I'm staying there next year. Park Scope Weekend at uh, Cabana yes. Bay needs to happen. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It'll be pretty awesome. And plus, I mean, it's like six people can fit into one of those suites. Right. And the suites are pretty dirt cheap. So that'd be pretty awesome, I well, think. Well, they'll be more expensive. Like, the sale that's going on right now isn't going to be, obviously, the, the same price as it always will be. But mm-hmm. it's still – it's affordable. And that much that much is important. Well, what, like, off-season is like 100 something dollars a night for, for – for so for the for the regular rooms off seasons like 109 or something right and then on season or off season the suites are like 134 i think right Which, and and I it's mean, like it's like 100 dollars less every season than the um than the uh what's the 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 art um, of animation no the other own property one the cheapest one uh, uh, royal Portofino. pacific royal pacific no. oh, yeah, that's Portofino is the most expensive yeah, that, that's all I was could think of was Portofino, but yeah, it's like a hundred dollars less every season than um the yeah. Royal Pacific, which is exactly what they need. So, and of course, good. I mean, you're not going to get the the, the um, Express Pass, but when I go, I've never I've never felt like I needed Express Pass. You know, I don't go Christmas, New Year's, and spring break and stuff, so yeah. it's not a big deal for me. And when you Just go, being, you spend more than a day at each park, so it doesn't really need that, to, that too. Right. Yeah. If you're going and you're only spending one day at Universal, you're doing it wrong, people. You're doing it Uh-oh. wrong anyway. So That too. But I'm psyched. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, the next uh, bit of information we had was uh, additional confirmation of the Hogwarts Express, I believe, which, I mean, is – Yeah, they it, just kind of – They've already said, they already talked about it, and they just kind of briefly mentioned right. it. Um, they said that there was going to that it's going to be two unique experiences between uh, the two destinations, uh, Hogsmeade and uh, Diagon Alley, which is something we've assumed for a while. And um, that's about it for uh, Hogwarts Express. Um, the other one they was, had a nice little video of people talking about the the project today. I haven't seen that one yet. I mean, it, it wasn't anything in depth, but it was it was Woodbury and two of the people from the movies, like uh, okay. production production designers from the movies okay. talking about just, stuff. Yeah, they were just kind of sitting on a couch discussing about how awesome it's going to be. Yeah. Basically. Basically what we're doing right now. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only they, so they actually know what they're talking about. And they get paid a lot yeah. more than we do. Exactly. Yeah. A yeah. lot more. <clears throat> yeah, and then um, the next thing they discussed was another thing that we all assumed and we're just waiting for the confirmation was uh, – Leaky Cauldron in Diagon Alley will be a this was the most this was the weirdest wording I've ever heard in my life. Like they're talking about it's a three hundred and sixty degree thematic experience and you can look up and all this stuff. It's like isn't most places like that? Like am I am I <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing they mean it'll be similar to three broomsticks where it'll be like effects above you and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I it it was it was a weird wording, but I have to assume that's what they meant by that. Yeah. yeah. I always, I mean, I, I never thought that this would just be, you know, it's a, like it's a small world where you just see the theming, you know, seventy five right. degrees in front of your field of view, and if you look up, you see the black tiles and the ceilings and the uh, <laughs> and the lighting, and as much, and I love it's a small world. But I'm just saying, um, yeah, I never assumed it would be that. So I just thought it was kind of weird that wording and how they tried to really emphasize that. That really well, bizarre. Well, wasn't um the two other guys there with um Woodbury weren't weren't they from the film part? Yeah. So it might be that they were referring to that you know when they build a set, it's not 
completely surrounding you because you have just the part that you're filming, and now they are getting to experience it as a complete place, and that might have been just the way that they used it, maybe, and it just came across weird, but, you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's not, I mean, I haven't seen the video yet, so I can't comment. All I heard was the 360 degrees and thematic kind of stuff, so I could see that being, you know, yeah, they only design half the room. They don't have to design, yeah. you know, the whole thing. That's kind of what I got from it. I watched um, I watched that video and a little bit of the City Walk video. So that's kind of what I got from what they were saying was that you know compared to the movie, we're actually going to get to see the ceiling put in. We're going to actually get to see the other wall instead of it just being three walls. And they were talking about how it looked almost exactly like it did in the Prisoner of Azkaban in there. So um, yeah. I'm interested to see how they translate it into a big space because they also said it's big. Mm-hmm. And you definitely don't get the feeling that it's a big place from that scene in Prisoner. Um, so I'm I'm really interested to see they, how they make it mesh. Like the the three broomsticks, they they made it work, but I feel like the leaky uh, you know leaky has to feel a bit more cramped than the um, you know village pub of uh, Hogsmeade. So it's gonna even, be interesting. Even more cramped. Yeah, yeah, I think it has to be more cramped. Yeah. You're in, it's it's a London pub in like you know a back alley kind of location. Um, yeah, it should I feel like it, it should it it, feeds, it seats fifty, but it should only seat like thirty. That yeah. kind of situation. It, well, it should feel it should sit more than fifty, but well, yeah, it should I, feel like it only seats fifty. Like yeah, that, it, it feels like it should seat only half the people who right. that are actually right. there. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of get the vibe that they're going to try to do something kind of like Pecos Bills, how it's got like that hallway, but then you have all these individual smaller rooms off of it that kind of make it feel like a little bit more of an intimate space depending on what area you go in in Pecos Bills. So that might be the direction they go with it. I don't know. That's just me spitballing. That might be that might be, you know, good chance that that's hap- that that's what happens. Various rooms, kind of spin-off areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, instead of having the giant room, you could have Yeah. No, that makes sense. You know, like, because if you watch um, Azkaban, whenever they're they're going through there, you, you have the the bar type area as they come in the door, and then they go and they have like an an arch looking type structure that separates it, and then they have a fireplace, and they go past the fireplace yeah. into another little area. So I kind of think that they're gonna split it up with partial walls and hallway corridor type things. It's gonna make it feel that cramped type of you know you're going into this little small space where they've just stuck tables and chairs wherever they can type mm-hmm. of atmosphere. That's kind of what, I don't That's just my thoughts. And I don't know if that's going to actually happen, but that's just kind of what I've been, I've pieced together from what they said today, what I've seen in the films, just kind of put together. That's kind of okay. what I think. Yeah, it makes sense. And what I find interesting is they have, I'm, they so far have not yet commented about having the entrance go through the leaky cauldron. So maybe they're not going that route. Um, they, Kind of, when I watched the video, they kind of said some. One of the <clears throat> guys from the movies kind of said something to that effect. He said like it's it'll help you go from one place to another. Um, I don't know if he just meant like the theming in the, but the the plans we've seen basically confirm that there's going to be some sort of effect for the entrance into the into the land, whether it's a static effect. That's always open, but there's is some sort of odd looking entrance way into the land. Mm-hmm. So something is is going to be look like either the bricks are open or you're gonna get to see the opening of the bricks. Okay. 
No other updates. Just that stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you guys want to add on to a Cabana Bay or Potter before we move um, on? They also confirmed that we'll be getting more stuff pretty soon on Potter. Yeah. Oh, so probably like New Year. They said early early next year. So I'm guessing we're going to get um, some information that weekend of the Potter um, yeah. event, which Nick <clears throat> which will is, be going to. I hope. Yeah, right now it's penciled in. So um, hopefully we'll be down there. But yeah, I mean that's kind of they said the website's gonna go live in January. You know, that's going on, so you know, just putting it all together. That's probably what's gonna happen. One thing though too is that um, that piece of concept art that was leaked over the weekend for Dial got not concept art, the actual photo. It, from yeah, inside the, I you know, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, makes it looks really cool, and they're like it's gonna be a, a really tall type area that you're gonna um, you know, be down in the bottom and feel like you're really enclosed in kind of like what Jim Hill was saying on universal now this week, how it feels like cramped in there, but it's not really cramped. It's just the way that, you know, the buildings and all that are, well, it's so, going to be cramped. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cramped, but there's going to be so many people in there. It's going to be cramped, but yeah, I do yeah. like the way it looks. I like the, uh, the almost susical not straight lined buildings you know kind of looks like they're ramshackled together and um very very uh <laughs> grimy I, I guess in, in in a good way grimy you know looks like it's been in london you know for hundreds and hundreds of years so what um do y'all do y'all remember what book it was that the weasleys opened up their store in diagon alley I know it was towards the end of the series. Um, six. Book six. six. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of – because, you know, book six and seven, they're talking about how Diagon Alley looked darker and stuff. So I'm wondering if that's the Diagon Alley we're going to get or if we're going to get the um, book one Diagon Alley that's more alive. I think it will be a mix. Yeah. Because obviously we're getting Nocturne. So Nocturne is going to obviously be dark and gloomy and all that kind of stuff. Um. Yeah, I think it'll be more of a mix than one one or the other. Yeah, I think it's gonna have to be. But interesting to think about. Yes. Um. And then the other uh, bit of information they announced this week, uh, today, this week, but mostly today, is um <laughs> eight additions to City Walk and an announcement that we'll possibly be seeing uh, more information come in June. Um. The the additions to City Walk. Include I have it open. I have a pull up right now. Um, CityWalk venues opening uh, now through 2014 includes the now open Red Oven Pizza Bakery that we've discussed previously. Um, Antojitos, I believe I pronounced that right. Antojitos, I believe. Antojitos. Yeah, Antojitos, authentic Mexican food. Um, take a uh, journey through uh, Carnitas street carts and markets from Mexico for unique treats, tapas style dining. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> which is interesting because that's a Spanish-Mexican influence because Tapas is usually Spanish. Um, Hot Dog Hall of Fame, uh, brought to you by the same people who brought to you uh, the Rainforest Cafe, um, where you can get your uh, nation's famous hot dogs, just not without ketchup. Um, Cowfish, <laughs> which, was le- which was announced about a month ago from OI, Orlando Informer. This is the sushi burger joint venture. Um, that, you know, it's a place that serves up both sushi, sushi rolls and also, uh, burgers and also offers combos that offer both. So that's something I'm looking forward to. And it also will have a bar. Um, hopefully it'll have a lot mm-hmm. of good beers on tap. 
knock on wood. Um, <clears throat> a new Italian kitchen concept, quote unquote. Um, I believe right now that that working name is Pranzo. Mm-hmm. Pranzos, yeah. yeah Pranzo. Yeah. Um, that that's the name they're working under, but it's probably going to change. Um, the idea behind that is somewhat of a healthier, more vibrant northern influence kind of like, uh, of uh, Alfredo's in Italy. They'll make the pasta there. They'll make everything. You'll see, you can see the kitchen, that kind of idea. I'm but it'll be um, super excited about that one. modern Italian cuisine with a new uh, uh, craft your pasta from scratch, create fresh takes and dishes in a clean contemporary dining atmosphere. I'm really excited about that one too. Yeah. I'm Italian. I like Italian food, et cetera, et cetera. I cannot wait for that one. Uh, for people who like cake batter, Cold Stone Creamery is opening. <laughs> um, there you go. You can get all your fixing mixed in with all uh, your cake batter, waxy ice cream. Go go nuts. And then um, uh, next one is Breadbox, which is a universal um, exclusive. It sounds like a concept they developed. And in their kind of quote-unquote response, I hate using that word, but it's their version of Earl Sandwich. Yep. Um, with a bread box sandwich, you'll be transported back to your childhood kitchen of your favorite street corner deli. There you'll find the combination of quality meats, vegetables, tasty – I'm sorry, not tasty. It's a fresh bread. I was thinking tasty bread. But uh, fresh bread and simple preparation can transform a sandwich into something more. So that sounds a little less like rolls um, that you get at Earl Sandwich and more like your Italian or uh, deli, corner deli, Jewish deli on the side. Um <clears throat> Sounds like um, uh, we'll, we'll get into it after. We can go through each one afterwards yeah. after yeah. we get to the list. Yeah. And then the next one is uh, Menchie's. Uh, this is one that's pretty big in Cleveland of all places. It's uh, one of those newfangled yogurt shops where you, you can buy yogurt by the pound and you just buy the yogurt and you <laughs> throw a bunch of toppings on it. The toppings and they, bar. Then they weigh it. Yeah. So if you. So if you've always wanted your Dole Whip ice cream covered with uh, cherries, sprinkles, cake pieces. Um, oh, they do have the Dole Whip one there, don't they? Um, I Ooh. believe they somewhat – they don't have an official Dole Whip, but they do have a pineapple. Um, so it's possible, but – Eat I mean, that, Disney. Yeah, well <laughs> – Wow. Yeah, except the thing is that you just can't eat it and then go watch the Tiki Room. So there's, there's – <laughs> Can't do that yeah. in uh, Walt Disney World either. No, you can't. Yeah. So yeah, take that Disney World. <clears throat> but um, Menchie's is an interesting idea. I've never been to one, even though they advertise like every single Indians game, home game I've been to this year. They had you know the big Menchie's logo walking around. Um, it sounds interesting. Um, I definitely like adding Menchie's as it kind of adds that ice cream factor that even Cold Stone doesn't have right now. Um, that doesn't offer. So um, just to cover up this real quick uh, before we get into our thoughts and opinions on the articles, um, and Tojitos will be um, – I'm not sh- – where, where is it replacing exactly? It looks like it's on the back. It's, I'm yeah. sorry, what? It's next to Margaritaville. Okay, yeah, yeah. next to Margaritaville. It looks, uh, it, looks right, it looks like it's right on the back of, um, of uh, em- Emerald's Restaurant Pretty in that much, area. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, hot yeah. Do- the Hot Dog Hall of Fame is going to be – in the Latin Quarter, is it again, or is it? No, it's going yeah, um, it's with the Galaxy this... Bar. Yeah. Okay. Galaxy Bar has been closed for a while, I think. <laughs> yeah, it has, but it's going on. Um, it's kind of behind where Emeralds is, across the street from where Anahitos is going. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, when looking at the Universal Store, it's to the right. Um, yeah, Anahitos and, the, yeah. and um, Hot Dog Hall of Fame are across the the street from each other. They're basically. really, they're really close. Yeah. 
Um, uh, the Italian concept, Cold Stone, and Dogfish. Not the uh, not Dogfish. I'm thinking beer again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, cowfish are right around um, the red red oven as you enter in on the left hand side. Uh, uh, cowfish will be on the second story, while Cold Stone and Pranzos will be on the first story. Uh, Starbucks is moving up to the th- second story right as you enter. No, uh, oh, no, it's, it's going to be right beside Cold Stone. Oh, it's going to be right next to Cold Stone. It's going to be. If you're walking t- into City Walk, it'll be Bubba Gump, uh, Starbucks, Starbucks, Cold Stone, Red Oven, the entrance to um, Cowfish, Cowfish. But Cowfish is on the second floor. So I'm guessing it's it'll be like a stairs and elevator set up. And then um, Pranzo's will be next to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pranzo's looks like it's going to face... Um, the lagoon, the lagoon. And the nice general yeah. open area, which is nice, and then Breadbox and Menchie's is going to go into the uh, the depressing corridor of doom and tattoos. Yeah. Um, well, they said they're going to completely. I watched the video. They said they're completely um, like redoing that whole area, and they're like re retheming it, putting more foliage in there and stuff like that. So it should look a lot nicer. Open it up, make it a little cleaner, nicer, yeah. more inviting. And apparently, that's called that's called Lombard Street. Who knew? Really? Well, that's it makes what they sense. said in the video. It makes sense. <laughs> I, I, that's probably an internal name, based on the design of how the walkway goes, because Lombard yeah. Street and San right. Francisco and Lombard and how that yeah. looks are pretty much identical. Yeah. But that probably sounds like an internally used name, not necessarily an actual. I don't yeah. know. No, they they said it to everyone today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good for them. <laughs> so apparently, it's officially called that. <laughs> cool. There we go. I'm well, okay with it. Now we have, yeah. have a, now we have a better name than that back alley. <coughs> yeah, we can't call it the ghetto alley of of sketchiness. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Lombard Street. So well, there. We they're... also um, need to say that they're completely redoing the Universal Studios store. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I was going to mention that, but as I was looking at the map, I saw the Universal store. As I was about to say that. Oh, we need to mention that too. Uh, Sean, do you desperately want to... needed. Yeah, desperately needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that store is never going to be World of Disney, nor should it ever be expected to be. Mm-mm. But oh my god, I went in there one time, and it's it was just like it's really small, really boring. Um, the facade was just, it's just the facade was straight Universal Escape, basically. Yeah, and it just. It, well, and it looks like the new one's going to be, or at least the outside's going to look really cool from. What it looks like, it looks like it's just going to be a giant screen. Yeah. Um, which I'm guessing will maybe like kind of be a mini Cinespec. It'll show scenes of classic Universal movies and stuff like that. Um, I think it it'll look really cool. They say that the inside of the shop's supposed to become interactive. Um, that buzzword that we all know and love so much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I th- I think that is. That's something that's not going to get a lot of talk, but I think is really, really important to this, to CityWalk, to making that store inviting and and important. Yeah, it needed it. It needed it badly. Hopefully they redo the entrance too and they get rid of those little, the weird steps that they have there whenever you go yeah. into it. Uh, it's always been, that store has always just been weird to me. It's it's not what, I don't know, it's not what you would think it was from that's the true. outside. Yeah, that should so. be like the crown and jewel of City Walk, and instead it's kind of, you know, 
Yeah. The law. It's it like, looks- oh, oh, you forgot to get this. Uh, you forgot to get your postcard for Aunt, you know, right. Aunt Julia. Exactly. Here, here, pick it up real quick. It, it it's feel, like it feels like a rest stop. It doesn't feel like the Universal store. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. It seems it feels like one of those little roadside stands on your way out of Florida that has Disney shirts for nine ninety nine. It feels like the Universal store in the um, Orlando airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. P- yep. p- pick up your actually own that store is that store is nicer than than the store in City Walk. Unfortunately, <laughs> I agree with you. It's like pick up your pick up your chocolate frogs. Pick up your. Uh, uh, every flavor jelly bean, and then you know, board your airplane, that kind of yeah. deal. Um, but yeah, didn't they um say? Uh, um, um, uh, sorry, you you can go, Nick. <laughs> go ahead, didn't Nick. they? Didn't they say they were going to also add a big huge <coughs> screen over across from Anahitos at the Hot Dog Hall of Fame or something that they were going to yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, that's part of the um. Well, do you guys want to? Of- well, hold on. Do you guys want to start discussing each one of these places a little more in depth? Yeah. Yeah, sure. let, let's start off with the Hot Dog Hall of Fame then. Um, okay. Yeah. So, Sean? Did you watch the videos? The video where they yeah. went through each one? Yeah, I watched the introduction one where they did all the power handshakes and the touching of the screen and everything. Well, yeah. um, I thought something that was really cool with Hot Dog Hall of Fame, apparently in the outdoor seating, they're going to have actual seats from ballparks. Oh, that's cool. I missed that. Like, yeah. are, do they mean by actual seats from ballparks? Do they mean like they stole seats from, you know? I would like, imagine they bought seats from. <laughs> or, or, or I'm not really sure how it sounds, but it, it to me it sounds like um, it's just going to be bleachers. Not that they're going to have, you know, something from uh, the various the way they parks. said it, they said it was from actual ballparks across America. Um, I'm mm. A-OK with them knocking me out with that. Um, that'd be so cool, you know, to be yeah. able to, to have a seat, you know, to have a table and you'll be able to sit in, you know, seats from Wrigley or, right. you know, in, any of those places. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, they have a big um, screen outside that's apparently going to be showing sports, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, needed. Yeah. It's not even if I can. It's not outside the restaurant. It's actually inside the restaurant, but the inside is like an open air concept kind of thing. Yeah. Really? Understanding. That's kind yeah, of how like, I saw it. Um, let me open up the concept art real quick. Um, maybe, what, maybe I have this wrong. From what I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at the concept art right now. It's got like a overhang type area, <coughs> and you're like it's the screens over the seating area. But I think you can see it from outside the restaurant. It, so yeah, yeah, it's got like yeah, it kind of it kind of looks like a stadium, like that overhang. Yeah, which is kind of it cool. does. It has um, the pendants it, on it. It has that kind of. The, yeah, the, the giant boxes that kind of look like uh, lighting rigs. Yeah. yeah, so it yeah it looks open air, which I get. So technically, it's inside the restaurant, but technically, it's outside. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm yeah. looking at the concept art real quick, guys. On the far left hand side, there's a dude posing with a giant ta- a walking hot dog. Yeah, there yeah. It is. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's totally reconfirmed. There we go. <laughs> that, um, I'm. As a, as a sucker for hot dogs, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. The um, the 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 pedigree of coming from rainforest and the T Rex creators is a little little off putting, but at the same time, it's hot dogs. It's not like gourmet fare that I'm going to get. So and it'll also, be something I'll. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. And and also, I mean, the T Rex and rainforest guys did bring us via Napoleon some of those places like that. So. Wait. 
Really? Hut, I believe yeah. I believe the main yeah, I, I it may not be the same guys, but it's definitely the same parent company. Yeah. Damn. They did. Yeah. <laughs> you so, can't really screw up hot dogs either. You know, I mean it's it's a hot dog. You know. Um in Cleveland we have a place called Happy Dog and it's uh it's it's flat out five dollars, but you can put whatever you want on it and there's like sixty toppings. Nice. Wow. Everything from Stadium Mustard in Cleveland, which I really hope is one of the mustards they're providing. I would assume it would be. Yeah, because it's it's actually like won awards, so I can only yeah. say it, everything from mustard to Fruit Loops. So I'm kind of hoping wow. that it'll be something like this, which would be pretty awesome. Um, yeah, and another thing that um, they mentioned was that there's going to be mustards from around the country um, yeah. as curated by like the Mustard Museum or something like that, or the yeah. national, <laughs> some weird thing that you never knew existed that's like in some random location like Kalamazoo, Michigan, or something probably like that. <laughs> Um, and, and they're going to curate it and make sure that the best mustards from the around the country are provided, and that's what I hope the stadium mustard or ballpark mustard from uh, Cleveland is provided, because that stuff's amazing. What are we going to talk about next? Yeah, uh, any any last thoughts on hot dog Hall of Fame? I'm uh, definitely I'm definitely trying it. I'm definitely going to yeah. try probably all of these things next year. I'm excited for that one. That that one just is like. That screams to me when like it's hot in the sun. You're you're going to go take your break from the parks. You know you can go over there and get you a hot dog and sit back and chill and you know. watch a baseball game. Yeah, I, that yeah. is just as a lover of baseball. If they can have like MLB Network up there during <coughs> baseball season and always have a game on, that's like that. That's big. That'd be big for me. Well, Sean, you could always get your hot dog and go to NASCAR Grill. Ugh. <laughs> well. The thing that's always been missing, I feel like, is a really good sports bar because I feel like all the sports bars in downtown Disney or anything in City Walk has always been somewhat of the we w- we want to be a sports bar, but we still want to have nice food, and we can't do either very well. Yeah. <clears throat> which which brings to something I've been thinking about, and I know this is completely going off topic, but why the heck don't they close down the NASCAR Grill? Like, just close it down. And rebrand it as the NBC Sports Grill, and just have because they don't show NASCAR in there. They can't keep it up to date. All the stuff on the outside is completely and totally out of date. They have a Dodge Charger with a Ford logo on it outside the restaurant. For <laughs> Pete's sake, just close it down. You have NBC right there. It's a perfect tie-in, and then just plaster that thing with just MLS the soccer, only, hockey, all the things that NBC has. The only thing I can figure is NASCAR just gives them a lot of money. But see, Possibly. I don't even know. That's the only thing that I can figure. Either their rent isn't up or their lease isn't up yet. Yeah, and I don't know. Comca- Comcast is just waiting for that, or NASCAR well, just gives them a lot of money. And here's the other the other thing about it. You could bring that tie-in because NASCAR just signed an agreement. They're going to be broadcast on NBC Sports starting um, not in 2015. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, you even have that tie-in there. So, it just – and I'm a NASCAR I'm guessing fan, it'll happen eventually. So, yeah. It just makes sense to me. That or NBA City. Either one of those. Yeah, one of, think, one of them will eventually become the NBC Sports. It, but the location of the NASCAR grill just makes more sense yeah. to me. And I, so. We have an NBC Sports grill. At, um, we have the Xfinity Live um, yeah. in Philadelphia. And I really like it. They have pretty decent food. Uh, I mean, it, it wouldn't be the first place I would eat. But if I was there for a game, like watching a game when I was down there, I'd eat there. And yeah. they have a lot of beers on tap. They have probably, I don't know, like, I mean, for a place that's like, you know, a big conglomerate, they have, I have like 
20, 24 to like 30 beers on tap, which is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So back, what? Antihitos is next? <laughs> yeah, sure. Antihitos. What do you guys think? Yeah, we can do that next. It needs a better uh, paint I'm job. I'm excited. I'm going to wait to see what, what it's done. <laughs> maybe um, they'll change it. I mean, they've already said that it's going to be a tie-dye paint job, so maybe they're going to change their mind on it, which would be nice. Oh, goodness. It, looked like, it looks like care. Cheech and if Chong it, painted it. They'd actually it paint it interesting. I'm okay I don't, I don't, um, it's, I think it just is going to stand out. I don't think, I just don't like how it looks. I think yeah. it, it's trying to go for quirky and it's not quirky at all. I feel like there's, I feel oh, we'll like it, it can be definitely better, but yeah, I agree. Maybe we'll see. I definitely like the weather vane. Uh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, for, for cool. all you, for all you Disney nerds who love your themed weather vanes, eat your hearts out. Um, um yeah, but what's interesting for uh, me about, uh, Etejitos is that, it's um, a tapas Mexican restaurant, and tapas is usually Spanish or a Mediterranean style of preparation and serving food uh, in small plates with various flavors. Um, well, Mexican food is not necessarily known for that preparation, so I'm going to be kind of interested to see how they approach that. Yeah, but do, do you kind of get the impression that it's going to be kind of almost like the Mexican pavilion where you walk in, you have this big open area, and you have all these different little vending type places that you can go to and get different food and then go sit down? I believe I this is a sit down. Like it's a sit down. It is a sit down. It, that's it, just kind of yeah. what the way that the description was. That's just kind of what came to my mind. Top, so. yeah. Tapas suggests that it's going to be a sit down counter, a sit down full service restaurant where you order small plates. You know, everyone gets like two small plates and everyone shares, kind of thing. Yeah, gotcha. That's okay. kind of what I'm kind of getting from what everything's sounding, and also kind of looking at the concept art. That's what I'm kind of getting too. It's got a so, bar with this one too, right? Yes, this is yeah, it. Better what? Um, <laughs> Mark Woodbury. A lot of people were freaking out today for no apparent reason whatsoever, saying that they were killing the nightlife of yeah, what? City Walk. I have no people just lost their goddamn mind uh, uh, for no reason. Oh, they're gonna kill the 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 nightlife. Oh my god! Uh. Well, and then like one ball. We're losing one bar and making three. I think the idea is that a lot of people saw, think that this is replacing just the nightclubs and not – and they don't understand what it's actually but, replacing. See, my problem is people who were saying they were killing the nightlife know better and knew what this was replacing. Yeah. Like it wasn't like novices who were like, oh my god, they're getting rid of all the clubs. This is people who know what these things are replacing. Um, I, j- I, d- I didn't get it. But anyway, even if they were still freaking out. Mark Woodbury made it a point to say there we're keeping the nightlife and um Antohitos is going to be a relaxed chill bar hangout spot for the nightlife. And so is Calfish. Calfish has a bar in it. We'll yeah, get to yeah. that later. Um so I'm really hoping Antohitos becomes like a really good tequila bar. Give uh, me give me Universal's La Cava. Yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, you can just imagine seeing them have all the little plates that you can buy for like probably right. like five bucks a pop after like eleven exactly. o'clock at night and just yeah. drink. Give me, give me La Cava, guys. It's on you now. And th- this is a universal um, property. I want to get that out before we. Um, a lot of people were also, you know, going, "Oh, look at Universal getting all these chains in here," whereas really. 
most of no. these things are universal properties, or at least half <coughs> of these things are universal properties. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of the complaints and, and, are that – I'm sorry, Sean. No, go ahead. A lot of the complaints are from people who are like, oh, well, everyone complained when Disney closed the clubs and look now. Right. And, oh, Disney – you know, everyone complains about Disney adding uh, chain restaurants, but look now, which obviously is not true at all. And they're just, you know, yeah. shooting off their mouths because they can. And – Am I, as, I I don't mind adding chain restaurants to places like this as long as they're high quality and um, unique, you know, fairly yeah. unique. Obviously, Starbucks and Cold Stone aren't unique, but they're the, but some they're of the most needed. popular brands in there. Right. Yeah. They're, so, they're but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for it. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, I think I got a leg going on, but um, they're needed because I mean, like, think about it. you're you're there. You have little kids. Parks are closing early, seven o'clock. You're gonna go play miniature golf. Take them over to Cold Stone. Get them an ice cream. Sit back, relax. Right. Maybe go get you um, a meal at Antijitos for the evening and call it a night with with your family. You can do that there. You can also be down there on a guy's trip or a girl's trip. Go to the clubs. Go to your cowfish, get you a nice little dinner, have you a few pre-gaming drinks, or go over to um, you know, get you a coffee if you want to. About three, you know, whenever you're starting to die down, give you that extra pep, then go hit the nightclubs. It's all going to work really well, I think. And people yeah. aren't, you know, people are discrediting. Yeah. So yeah, Anahitos, I'm excited. It's it'll be a thing that I'll uh, like me and Nick when we went to uh, the kitchen. Yeah. On our last trip, um, it'll be a thing where, and this is this is another thing about what really I like about City Walk. If you want, it's so close to the parks that if you want to do one of these sit downs for your lunch or dinner, you could do that and be back in the park within you know an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You're not. It's not like Disney where if you want to again, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing about Disney. I love Disney's resorts. But it's not like Disney where unless you're at the Magic Kingdom or Epcot and eating at one of their resorts, you have to take a bus, you have to take a boat, you have to take this, that, and it's going to be at least a two, two-and-a-half-hour trip before you're back in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, with CityWalk, you can walk right to CityWalk and be back in the park real quick. Um, yeah. Or one of the resorts, but we're talking about CityWalk right now. And that's a, that's a big um, you know, benefit. Especially because, you know, those two parks have two sit-down restaurants each. And there's not a lot of uh, variety between, especially, I think, Finnegan's and Confisco's are similar. Mythos and and, um, Lombard's are different, but apparently Lombard's isn't that great. So so really, there's not a lot of sit-down choices. (coughs) And adding Antiitos, which is something we – I mean, Latin Quarter was there, but – from what I understand, Latin Quarter wasn't super great. Um, and with the upswing in Universal Food, I'm, I'm really – I have high hopes for this one. And what's nice is by adding it in City Walk instead of in the parks, you're not cannibalizing food sales in the parks. You or know, taking up unneeded space in the parks. Exactly. Right. You're, you're expanding your options and allowing people from the outside to come in. Yeah. So that's definitely very nice. Um, next up on our list, our magical list of new food establishments – um, is we'll 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 do Breadbox next. Um, okay. Breadbox sounds like a. I believe this is a universal concept, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. This yeah. is a universal restaurant. And it sounds like they're kind of they're equivalent to Earl Sandwich, uh, kind of a deli. Only this sounds a little more deli, a little more nineteen mm-hmm. fifties esque yeah. than Earl yeah. Sandwich, which seems a little more um rustic. I'm really pumped about this and, one. I think it's going to be great for like lunch, you know, whenever you're at the parks, if you want to get out, especially in the summertime when it's really crowded or at December, whenever it's really crowded, you can go over there, get you a nice little sandwich for your lunch, chill out. It's not something heavy on those really hot days. It's going to, you know, hurt, hurt your stomach or something like that. It's a light meal that can fill you up and you can go right back into the park. So I think, I think that's a great choice to, to put out there. I think it's an excellent choice. John, I, yeah, I, I, um, I'm interested. They said in the video that they will be making fresh bread all day, and the bread will. They have different kinds of bread, so it's not just going to be you know we we're baking one roll all day every day. We're, they're going to be baking different kinds of stuff. Um, it's all these things seem like the food um, people from Universal saying. We really want to start stretching our wings and doing some new stuff, um, and that excites me because it, uh, you know, it's a universal concept. There, these and these are pro- this is the food people saying we want to do new food. We don't want to do burgers and hot dogs and chicken fingers and stuff like that. We're gonna do. We're gonna make our own bread. We're gonna get our you know high quality deli meats and produce and stuff like that. We're gonna make our own sauces, and we're gonna do what we want to do, and that. That that has me excited for the the you know three technically four with Red Oven uh, new Universal properties in CityWalk. I'm excited to try it. Who knows? You know, people are gonna say probably compare it to Earl of Sandwich, and who knows if it'll be as good. But either way, it's exciting. It's nice to know that it's it's gonna be fresh, good ingredients, and not and you know a Burger King or Panda Express. Exactly. And when I think of um, Breadbox, I think those giant, massive, overstuffed sandwiches you get at delis, not necessarily kind yeah. of the thing you get at um, at uh, Earl Sandwich, which is still delicious. I think I think it's just a different. Oh, kind I love of Earl Sandwich. Earl Sandwich is amazing. yeah, and hopefully, hopefully it is a different kind. You know, hopefully they're not trying to eat Earl of Sandwich. You know, I'd rather have them try to do their own thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, any other comments about uh, Breadbox? Anything as you guys can think of. I hope they uh, they really do make an effort to make that alleyway more obvious to guests because I'm I'm worried about where Breadbox is. It's in the back behind everything, and I hope they really make make an effort to point people towards it. It's also not very bright up there. I feel like they need to add lighting. They need to make it a little more right. open. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Everything we yeah, can. Sorry, you guys go. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's really closed in back there, so you know, just yeah. they, they need signs or something. I know they have a few signs, but they need some signs. Better, better signs. Yeah, some sort of you know, even if they just kind of do an archway above, you know, yes, up, up farther up, mm-hmm. and it just has some of the logo signs on it, you know, and yeah. bright lights, and then they put their seating on the outside, so you see people eating outside, and then there's these restaurants for a place called the Bread Box. And, uh, you know, Menchies. and Menchies. And then you'll and be Menchies. like, oh, cool. Well, there's play people eating there and they're having a good time. So let's go up. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Strategic lighting, strategic uh, um, focus on on uh, the logos and the signs themselves. Um, 
Any last comments about Redbox, guys? Nope. Mm, nope. <laughs> the wind suggests uh, no. Just make sure. Just make sure you get good lunch meats because that's crucial. Oh yeah, it's yeah, completely crucial. Um, next though, option that they're adding is uh, cowfish. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, cowfish? It's interesting. Well, yeah, when when uh, Orlando or not Orlando United. They're the, usually the ones breaking news, so that's why I said them. Uh, when Orlando Informer came out with that, I was I was hooked right away when I saw that. When I went to their site and looked at the menu, if nothing else, it's completely unique. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they, they they have two stores in North Carolina, um, but you know this is going to be a new concept to ninety nine percent of the people coming to the park, um, and it looks. I mean. I'm I'm a sucker for a good burger, um, and I like sushi. So if they can do both well, <coughs> I'm in. Yeah. What's um interesting to me though is that it looks like, um, again, this is another place they're adding a bar. Uh, and, a lo- and what's right. really cool for yes. this is it looks like they're gonna actually have a, a proper bar with all the drinks and televisions and everything, and then yes. a sushi bar in addition to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which seems really cool. So I'm excited about that and. You know, I, I feel like the the medium scale uh, burger, not the upscale, not the kind of McDonald's burgers, like the big new thing that's been going around for the past right. few years. So it's good to see them kind of getting into this trend without, you know, going towards uh, Five Guys, five guys Smash or, Burgers yeah. or something like that. Yeah. This seems very much along the lines of um, B-Spot or um, uh, The Rail, which are two similar kind of concepts in Cleveland of a high-end burger place with a good beer selection. Yeah. Um, and I love sushi too, so I'm I'm interested in the sushi. I just hope they bring a lot of authentic sushi, not the kind of you know half sushi where it's like beef in the rolls and everything like that. It looks like they have both from the menu. They have both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I, and I yeah, think it'll be interesting to be able to buy uh to get a, a combo, and instead of getting French fries, you get sushi with your burger. I think that's yeah. a, that's really cool. I feel like really it's bizarre, and really cool, and I think that's kind of a you know if they even if it's just a vegetable roll. That's a good way to get su- people into sushi and understanding what the whole concept of of sushi totally. is. Totally. And you know, and just as uh, you said about good lunch meats, if they can get good authentic fish, um, high quality, and since they're in Florida, I don't see why not. Then yeah. their sushi will probably definitely kick butt quite a bit. And um, the video of the two guys talking about the place, the the two owners, they seem to be really passionate, which which makes me feel you know. With such a small franchise coming in, you know, only two other stores, you kind of worry, you know, is this, are these guys for real? Are they going to be able to transfer quality over to, you know, probably what will be their biggest location? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And they seemed real passionate about their business. So that, that makes me feel good. And yeah, Mark Woodbury stopped there waiting for a flight and loved it so much that he asked about, you know, if you, they wanted to open in Orlando. And I just think that's, that's really cool. You know, yeah. it's, um, it shows how, you know, I, I want to say, would love to see something like that for Disney Springs where an Imagineer was eating somewhere and loved it so much that he wanted to bring it in. And I, I like that. I like that, you know, the guy, the, Woodbury's always thinking. He always, you know, is looking for something to improve the the, the resort. And I don't know. 
It, it was a stupid yeah. little story that I really liked. Well, it's nice about it because you know, because a lot of times now we feel like everything is being formulated to respond to some sort of demographic. Right. Like, oh, we need to get the princess demographic, so let's open mm-hmm. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Oh, well, you know, the boys like stuff now too, so we should probably open, you know, the Pirates get um, Pirates League, you know, and all that stuff. It's like, oh, well, ninety five percent of the people who attend our parks like upscale burger joints. Well, we should look into this, and you know, they do like five years of right. studies and everything. This is just a. Mm-hmm. Uh, my um, Mike Mark Woodbury, or Mike Mark yeah Mark okay Mark it sounds yeah, like Mark. just like Mark just went there and said this is good quality I like it let's bring right. this to Universal which which yeah. sounds great because mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's not um oh this is what people like now it's quality will prevail which is always a good right thing to hear yeah and uh, I'm excited yeah. I'm I, I'm excited for another chill bar in uh. In City Walk, which apparently that's what they're saying this is. Yeah, and that bar, if and and that bar, if it um comes out the way it looks in that concept art, it's gonna have an awesome view all the way yeah. across there to the Hard Rock with the 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 lake type thing, the Riverway, right there in the middle of it. You'll be able to see Iowa, USF. It's gonna be an awesome view. Yeah, and in in the video they said the either the bar or the sushi bar is interactive. Um, apparently there's like iPads or whatever tablets, um, where you can design your own fish and then it goes into the virtual fish tank behind the bar. Wow. Which is, I mean, again, it's like a stupid thing. It's like a stupid thing, but when you're waiting for your drink, it could be fun. (laughs) Well, I I sent this to you guys when I was traveling, um, but I didn't mention it really much in public is that there's a place in the Philly airport called the local tavern. And they have and they have uh, single seats, and each seat has an iPad attached to it. And you don't have waiters per se; you just do all your ordering on the iPad, and then you press checkout. You know, you you, you do all your ordering, you put it all into a cart like you do on Amazon.com. Then you check out and you swipe your card on a card reader that's attached to the table. And then you know, five, you know, three or four minutes later, your beer comes out, and then five to ten minutes after that, your food comes out. So if that's they could great. do something like that, that'd be awesome too, especially for the the bar, because then that kind of reduces, you know, people, yeah. you know, like, oh, do you need another drink? No, I'm good, you know. <laughs> and then the person who actually needs right. another drink, you know, is like so that's sobering up, and then, we don't want that to happen. <laughs> so, I've, 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 I think that's see that's really how cool next gen's supposed to be. <laughs> that, that's how next gen's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, my magic it's not supposed to be a bracelet. It's supposed my to make things more. Supposed to bring me a beer. Yeah, no, I'm okay. If yes, Magic Brand brings exactly. me a free beer, I'm happy with it. We can do that. It yeah. should it should like automatically measure your blood alcohol content and know oh, okay, it's time for you to have another beer. <laughs> do the slow drip. One thing that uh we haven't talked talked about a little bit. Um I really like the the um cowfish red oven pranzos um aesthetic outside. I really like what they're doing in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty ugly area before, and I'm liking what it's going to look like afterwards. Yeah, I like um, that. I like that they're adding a dedicated entrance on the first level. Yeah. To um, cowfish, so you're not going to have to necessarily go up the two escalators there beside it to get yeah, up that, to it. That'll help I think a lot. That, yeah, that's going to make some foot traffic even better for there. Yeah. I think because so. if if you stick a con, especially a concept like that. You stick it upstairs where people can have to go upstairs and look at the menu and all that kind of stuff. It might hurt them, yeah. but if it's downstairs where you can look at that big menu 
see how diverse everything is, and uh, it's it's going to bring people in. And that uh, the the symbol of it is definitely going to bring people into uh huh the literal cowfish. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, and they have a Twitter. They already have a Twitter account too. People, we, so yeah, that's good. Following them. Yeah, we I think we retweeted or we sent out a tweet earlier on the Parkscope Twitters telling you to follow them. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. So, I'm sure go. they'll keep you updated on that thing. So follow yeah, up. definitely they'll 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 make sure What's we know next? all about it. Um, next one we'll talk about is um Prazo, um is the new Pranzos. Pranz- <laughs> I don't think it's Pranzo. I think it's Prazo. It's def- there's definitely men in it. Yeah, Pranzo. I'm sorry. Yeah, Pranzo, but it's not Pranzos. It's just Pranzo. <laughs> sorry, my my apologies. Okay. Um, Pranzo. How about um, we just call it the Italian kitchen, like in the concept art? Yeah, the yeah. the Italian kitchen with um, <laughs> the working title, Italian kitchen. Um, this is going to take is going to be right next to uh, and right below uh, Cowfish, um, and it appears to be a new high end upscale Italian restaurant. Um, everything prepared inside, uh, all the sauces, all the pasta, stuff like that. Um, what are you guys' feelings on the on this? What what are your thoughts? Well, uh, Red Oven's gotten such a good uh, reception so far that um, it makes me really, really excited. Um, they <coughs> seem to have at least, you know, they, they the Red Oven concept was fresh-made dough, fresh ingredients, all that kind of stuff. And um, it excites me to see what they can do, take that same um, idea and s- send it into pasta. Um, fresh-made pasta is so much better than you know, the kind you get in the box. And if they can pull that off, yes. that'll, that, that's another huge, huge addition to city walk. Amen. And, uh, would be another really huge for me. It'd be a place where I'd eat, um, on a park day, you know, for lunch or dinner before going back into the park. Um, I know Portofino has some pretty good Italian places, but this is so much closer than going all the way out to Portofino. So it's, it, it's big. I, I'm, I'm excited. This is my my number one most excited location that they're adding. Cool, Nick. What are your thoughts? Sounds good to me. I'm I, I like Italian. I'm not really huge on Italian, but um, I like it. So I mean, I'm I'm interested in it. It's I'm I'm looking forward to trying it one day in the future. So um, that's yeah, basically my thoughts on it. I'm hoping that they're gonna. It's not just gonna be pasta. It's not gonna be just like Alfredo's, where it's just hot, heavy pastas. I hope they all. Take the whole entire Italian influence and include, yes. include you know, uh, meats and um, you know like veal, chicken, uh, stuff like that. And yeah, lamb and also um, massive amounts of fish because there's a lot of fish in Italy <laughs> and people don't really understand that. So if they offer those kinds of uh, dishes, that'd be amazing. So I'm really looking forward to that too. Um, and the look is fantastic. It look, I mean, the whole entire idea of having you know really embracing the um, nice weather in Orlando's night is good, but also still having roofs over it for you know the yeah the the what have y'all the rain that will happen <laughs> yeah have y'all like really looked at this concept art for this thing like zoomed in and looked at it no like like it, it's pretty funny because there's like a girl in a tube top and then there's a guy in a jacket and then there's a guy in a sports coat and then there's two <laughs> <laughs> two people picking a kid up off the ground and a 
<laughs> it's just uh, I swear there's a guy grabbing a girl's butt. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah it does look like it. it, it do you know what it looks yeah. like? Is they went through the park. <laughs> it looks like they went through the park and also yeah. took random images from like stock galleries <laughs> and just populated yeah. it and photoshopped uh-huh. these people in. Because I mean, some people look like theme park people, and then other people look like generic, generic Asian businessman number five. So um, one, uh, uh-huh. one interesting like about the the prank, you know, like the um the mosaics, not the mosaic, but like the the pictures they all put together to make it to you know show what the place is going to represent. In the Pranzos one, there's a um there's a bar with like stools up to it. Like almost uh-huh. facing the kitchen, it looks like. Bronzo. Um, yeah. So, you, so something like uh, being being Napoli, where you it, can actually like go in there, you can see the them cooking and stuff. That, or maybe like a wine bar. Wine bar would be nice. Oh, that'd be cool too. Okay. Yeah. If they do a wine bar or um something like Tuta Gusto, that'd be great. And then you know that'd be another additional yeah. chill yeah. bar at Nightlife night you can thing. go to. Yeah, and it's not because when people yeah. think nightlife, they think clubbing and hopping and partying and all that fun jazz. But it's actually, you know, this will give you something to do after the parks close. Yeah. That you know, that involves talking to other people and drinking. My uh, two favorite things in the world. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess that's that's really it. Well, we have been. Well, right? the last other one we have is Menchie's. Yeah, yeah, Coldstone. Right. Everyone's been the Coldstone. If you don't know what Coldstone is, then look it up. But it's. I'm not a huge fan of the ice cream. I think it tastes a little waxy to my tastes. Um, it's not bad. I will eat it, but it's not my favorite. Um, but the whole idea is that there's about 12 to 18 flavors in a Cold Stone. Um, they're pretty basic, but what happens is they have this giant frozen plate that they throw your ice cream on, and they just ask you what toppings you want, and they, you just throw in a bunch of toppings. So you can get your cake batter with you know sprinkles and cake pieces and fruit and all that stuff to your heart's content um and then um any additional thoughts on cold stone guys eh, it's cold stone it's cold stone yeah <laughs> never tried it um really never tried cold stone never tried oh. it oh interesting it's all right i got plenty of other like i got plenty of other little ice cream places like we have a place called uh, yo basil that's frozen yogurt that i'd rather get that than cold stone you yeah know? it's a no. local place they make their own stuff so no makes sense makes sense um and then menchie's is the other one. Um, Menchie's, as I said before, um, it, it's a yogurt by the pound <laughs> a kind of situation. Um, so, yeah, it's frozen Which is yogurt. very popular right now. So. Yeah, it, yeah it's, that's another big thing. Um, and that's out of California. I've just Googled and found out it's actually out from the San Fernando Valley. So maybe we'd be seeing a Menchie's in... A, City Walk uh, in in uh, Hawaii. I'm not Hawaii. Yeah. God, I'm losing it right and now. Then, not Hawaii in um, Hollywood. My apologies. <laughs> I was thinking of Dole. And Woods. then you can, um, and then you can go buy Starbucks, the new Starbucks, on your way in and get your warm butter beer. You get your cool <laughs> regular butter beer, and then your frozen butter beer in the parks. So. And then on the way home, <laughs> you can stop by Publix and pick up the. Uh, Ron Burgundy Scotch 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 for your ice cream butter beer. Scotchity Scotch Scotch. Yes, the butter butter beer ice exactly. cream. That's yes, gonna be good. So. Um, yeah, so that's all butter the new beer's information. Taking over. <clears throat> Excuse me, all the new information coming. And sorry, most most of the new information because mm-hmm. we have we were also told by Mark Woodbury that this is just phase one. 
of the CityWalk redo. This uh, is just phase one. Dun, dun, dun. So there's going to be more changes, and I'm guessing very big changes. Also, we were told that this will all be open by June. This will all be open by the time Diagon Alley opens. Which makes sense. So, Diagon Alley and, yep. uh, obviously, the the other half of Cabana Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... And then in June they'll announce the polar coaster. So <laughs> no, the only way we want the polar coaster is if it replaces Doctor Doom. I do not want that in City Walk. I want it replacing Doctor Doom. What happens if it replaces NASCAR Grill? Oh, but we're, we're getting new, we're getting new um we're getting new Fear Suckers, Sean. So yeah. for Doctor Doom. No, that was for, I thought that was for Fear Factor. No, that's for Doctor Doom. You know that little? I think it's. Yeah, I'm getting it's that little fist over your head whenever you sit down that's to suck the fear out. I thought they said it was Doctor Doom. Oh, uh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, um, Where's Mike when you need? Oh yeah. But um, so and I'm, it sounds like from what I gathered from the press release today, the only club that was mentioned was Rising Star. Okay. Um. So I'm guessing Rising Star is the only thing safe for the June announcement. Um, so where things like, uh, you know, the Groove, NASCAR, uh, Red Coconut, and stuff like that end up is remaining to be seen. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I have my, my hopes on what happens with some of them, but... We can leave for another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- you know they're not going to touch Margaritaville. They're not going to touch Apple. Obviously. They're not going to yeah. touch Hard Rock because obviously staying. Yeah. So, you know, they're safe. N- NBA um, cities. I think NBA City is 100% gone in the June announcement. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's, like, I don't know. It never really worked, in my opinion. And the yeah. NBA is not one of the strongest sports not leagues out there. Um, There's no reason to have that and NASCAR, NASCAR Grill at City Walk, especially if you so, convert a NASCAR Grill into the NBC Sports, you know, bar right. or whatever. That do they thing. have um, NBA cities anywhere else, or is that just? I think there's an NBA. I mean, city. like I've never heard. I think there's one in New York, but I think that may just be a store, not an actual restaurant. Okay. What's that? Sorry. Uh, NBA City. Is, are, there, are there any other uh, restaurants? Like I don't it? think so. Yeah, I know there's a store in um, New York City, but I don't think there's a restaurant attached to it. It's like whenever I was um, little and, you know, like middle school, early high school and, you know, wrestling was big time and they had that WWE New York thing where they would always go there and it was really popular and then and it like failed, just failed completely faded. <laughs> yeah, that's what NBA City just screams to me. It's yeah. like the new WWE New York. It's just, yeah. like, it's just a failure. <laughs> Money gotta go somewhere. Um, I don't do you guys want? Either way, it's 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 really nice to get eight eight new venues all at once, all opening at the same time. It it makes it makes the area feel really fresh. Where you know it's, it's going to feel the same when Disney Springs opens. I mean, I would figure as long as Disney can secure tenants, because um, both City Walk and Downtown Disney were pretty sad for the past you know eight to ten years. 
Um, nothing really changed, you know, stuff closed and nothing opened and stuff like that. And so it's nice to get a big, you know, shot in the arm to the area. I think this is a kind of reminds me of when they, uh, tore out, they took out McDonald's out of downtown Disney and they put in the, uh, Los Campalios and the, um, NYC baby cakes and those kinds of things. Yeah. Which is another reminder of, uh, NYC baby cakes is another place that had one or two locations before opening up in Orlando. So I think that's another, and everybody loves them. Oh yeah, they're really good. They're really good. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to? So, um, uh, do you want to cover uh, SeaWorld real quick before uh, any closing thoughts and questions? Just to cover that. Uh, or Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of acts. Bunch of acts have pulled out SeaWorld. of, of SeaWorld. Um, Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Willie Nelson, and Hart, whoever Hart is, um, pulled out of SeaWorld for their bands, brews, and barbecue concert series. And then Jonah Jett doesn't want um, SeaWorld to play I Love Rock and Roll anymore. Yeah. And supposedly, um, um, supposedly um, Trisha Yearwood was unannounced as of yet, and she has backed out on them too from what Screenscape said today. Oh, yeah. I saw that too. Who cares? So that would be another one. <laughs> I, think, I think what it just comes down to is that the skyfall. It may, be one of those, it may be one of those situations where it just spells. It may not necessarily – it's not what's going to hurt Universal. I mean not Universal. It's not going to hurt SeaWorld, but it's a sign that SeaWorld is kind of having problems. It's a symptom, not a cause. I, I, I honestly don't think it's a big deal. Um, I think it, what happened was one or two acts pulled out because of Blackfish, and then three or four other ones said, oh, well, they pulled out. I don't want to look bad for not pulling out, so they pulled out. Well, I don't – I, just, I don't I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal. Um SeaWorld has bigger problems than Blackfish in my opinion. Um yeah. But then again, I've never been a, a fan of their parks, so I'm not the best one to ask, but I just don't think they have a compelling reason to go to their parks. Um I should say the SeaWorld parks. I think the Busch Gardens parks are awesome, but I don't think their main parks have anything to draw people. But but that's just me. I, I don't I can I can only look in fish and aquariums for so long. <laughs> Pet a stingray, man. Pet a stingray. Yeah. Yeah, if it I mean honestly I think I've I've the one who's been to SeaWorld the most recent of the podcast. Is that yeah. right? I think. Yeah. That was twenty eleven last time I went. So I mean I I mean I enjoyed my time there, but I, I honestly I would not have gone to SeaWorld if I wouldn't have gotten the free ticket with Discovery Move. So Discovery Cove's yeah. great. I was gonna say I'd love to go to Discovery Cove, and I like Aquatica. I think Aquatica is a really good park, but SeaWorld yeah. itself just has outside of Manta, SeaWorld itself has no interest for me. Which I will say this: I, I think I enjoyed my day at SeaWorld better than I did Busch Gardens Tampa. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I really think I did. I mean, I don't, I don't really know why, but um. I don't know. I just, I just think I had a more enjoyable day at SeaWorld. There's a lot more um, – I think it's because it's a lot more laid back. And it yeah. was you know, kind of – you know, you can kind of go from show and you sit down and you watch a show. And you go to the next show and you sit down and watch a show. And we got there right at opening and we went ahead and we rode Manta. Then we rode Cracking and then we rode Atlantis. So we had done all the, the rides. And then we just – we hit show to show to show to show. And 
It was a very calm day. It's kind of kind of reminded if, me of Animal Kingdom type of if day. If you like shows, SeaWorld is is good for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. As someone who I I mean I like a show one, one or two shows in the day, but SeaWorld is like all shows. Yeah. And after a while, it's just it like I'm done. And I don't like um the one thing I didn't like about SeaWorld is I like shows. I'm a show person. I could kind of I could do shows all day, but um SeaWorld since it is mostly nothing but shows. If everybody decides that they want to go to the same show that you're going to, holy crap, is it hard to find a seat? Um, you know, like somewhere at like like USF, not everybody's going to go to um, makeup show because you know right. people are going to do other things. So you can kind of go in there like a minute before the show starts, sit down, have your seat, a decent view, and enjoy it. Sea World wasn't like that. You had to line up before the show to get in to some of these things. Right. So. God, I love horror makeup show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Every, everyone Best go to show. Universal Studios Florida. See horror makeup show, damn it. Best show at Universal. Bar none. Anyway, should we go to questions? Let's go to questions. Sean, you're heading up the question segment because you have all yeah, the questions ready me, and raring to go. Let me, let me fire up the Twitter. Well. Well, Sean, didn't you want to um, explain why City is yeah, different? Yeah, than- we're we're going pretty long right now. I'll just save okay. that for Monday. Um, oh, man, make, we have make Monday while, more of, make Monday more of an opinion show than a news show, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we we've covered a lot of news the from I will past have a weeks. and I will have a trip report on Monday too. So, and I, oh, and you're I going can, this weekend? Yep. Nice. And I can tell Maybe you tomorrow, how Disneyland tomorrow. Went. Sorry. So okay. after um, going down to Orlando, I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Cool. Here we go. Question time. Uh, first one comes from at theme parks for life. <laughs> number four, not, not word four. Uh, what was, what is your most anticipated food item at each restaurant at each restaurant? That's, that's a lot. Um, I don't know enough about bread box to say, um, well, they don't have fish. They haven't released any menus for a lot of these places yet, so I can't really say. No, except for cow. I'm guessing. I'm guessing means like you know. I maybe also what do you want to see? I don't know. Um, cowfish. I want to try the burger sushi, the the fusion sushi, just to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, antojitos. Yeah, antojitos. Um, everything. I'm a big, big Mexican fan. Oh, I just want to try everything. I want to try all the plates. Give me all the plates. Uh, and uh, who knows what Pranzos. We don't, I, I need to know more about that menu. Nope, fair enough. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to Antajitos. But I, I think maybe just from an immediate standpoint, since I kind of, I've seen the menu, Cowfish um, sounds amazing. And I, I'm a sucker for pizza, so red red brick oven too is awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited to try red oven, but typically that's not new for today. Oh, but well. whatever. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to to having the sandwich. No, <laughs> um, I really am looking forward to uh, the hot dog place. That's just kind of I, I like a hot dog. I like to be able to walk up, grab a hot dog, and sit back and. And eat that, and 
I'm really looking forward to being able to do that there for some reason. That's just kind of the one thing that that and um, the bread box, because I'm really big on having something small and light for lunch. And those two will provide that. It's something where that I can go and get something light and escape from the crowds of the parks at lunch and get something small and light. It's not going to overfill me and kill me in the heat. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to those two. I'm looking forward to everything else, but those two are the other big things. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, the bar at Cowfish, being able to sit up there and look over everything. I just think that's going to be awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to both bars. Hopefully, Tahitos is is tequila like I figure it will be, and um, looking for the two cool chill bars. That'll be cool. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if they'll have the the most interesting man in the world at Tahitos. <laughs> he should Just, be the meet and greet character for that. Animatronic Just... in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next one comes from at Raider eighty two. Um, Thoughts on what Islands of Adventure could use the stage area at Toon Lagoon that hasn't been there used for a while. Um, I'm hoping whatever goes there is something, a new ride, just completely whitewashes that area away and builds something else there. But that's just me. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, I thought we covered in the last episode that's where the uh, turn off the dark's going. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I mean... I, I like shows, so I'm kind of thinking we may need another show because shows suck up people, everyone can enjoy them, and it doesn't get shut down in the rain. So I think that's something Islands Adventure is definitely missing, so I think a new show would be good. But some sort of attraction where it's still a little, it's still family-friendly in a way and offers an, a, uh, a different option from the wet rides in Toon Lagoon and the throw rides in uh, uh, Superhero Island. So that's what I think they should add. I still want that to be torn down and turned into a mini Scooby-Doo land with a Scooby-Doo dark ride right there <laughs> to bridge the gap between Marvel and Toon Lagoon. I don't know why, but every time I walk through there, that's what I think of. You got Scooby-Doo, put him here. Let's do it. It makes sense. He's popular. Just do it. I mean, that's just my thing. I've always wanted to thought that that would be the perfect spot to do a small – Scooby-Doo, Miniland. Works for me. Yeah, sounds good. Next one, Sean. Sa- the I'm same sorry. person asked. The same person asked, kind of what we already went over. Like, what was our most anticipated <clears throat> thing in the new City Walk? So I, we don't need to answer that. You know, you a- you asked the same question to someone else, so you'll you'll be credited with that question as well. Um, Lightman Hyde asks, "Were you guys surprised that you need didn't announce other stuff?" Uh, and by other stuff, I take it he means, you know, attractions and stuff like that. Um, personally, I'm not. I thought maybe we could get a Jurassic Park announcement today, but that was a very big long shot. Um, I'm not surprised uh, at all, personally. What I've always seen is that Universal likes to take one project on at a time. Um, they'll, right. work, they'll, work, they'll do construction and work on one and then be finishing up the other, and then once the other one's open and has enough time to kind of breathe, then they'll announce the new one. So I don't see mm-hmm. Jurassic Park being announced until um, either this spring or once a Diagon Alley opens for sure. I I I think June is is when we get Jurassic Park. Okay. June June's supposed to be the next next announcement for City Walk, and I have a feeling it's going to be a big. It's going to be. Not just a city walk announcement. It's going to be Jurassic Park too, and maybe 
maybe King Kong, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it didn't follow the way that they have been doing things to announce an attraction today, so I wasn't surprised. Um, no. You know, they have been going ahead and starting to move dirt and build stuff before they announce it, which I could see happening with Jurassic Park. Is them it already be being built, and we know what it is, but we don't know officially what it is right. with Jurassic Park. But um, it didn't surprise me at all. There's but, a lot of internet yeah. net hype going on for today that really probably shouldn't have been going on because it was hyping up um, foaming people really quickly. Yeah. Um, people just need to simmer down and, and really use their mind sometimes. Is, and that's what I'm going to say about that. But anyway. That actually goes into the next question from Hans PGR at Hans PGR. Uh, prediction on breaking ground for King Kong and Jurassic Park. I think Jurassic Park breaks ground within the next month and a half. And by break ground, I mean demolition proper will start in Triceratops Encounter. After, I think, I'm guessing after Christmas, we're going to get walls up around the Triceratops plot and trees and stuff will start coming down. Kong, who knows? I would imagine, I would. I mean, they could already have started, for all we know, back there. Who knows? Um, I would imagine some around the same time, because Kong's going to take longer to build. So I think both will be around January, February. Yeah, I think what you'll see happening is you'll see when Diagon Alley opens up, that construction crew is going to move over to Kong, is what's probably going to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. So so I'm thinking June's when Kong starts, and... I think if it's going to come online as quick as what you know Martin and them are saying it's going to come on and hate to fly, I think they're going to start turning dirt and tearing down the old trike within the next month or two. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and that's why I think we'll get the tri- or the Jurassic Park announcement in June, which is supposed to be our next announcement because by that time. We should have vertical, uh, vertical construction, and they won't be able to hide it much much longer after that. Yeah, and then Kong um, will come out probably January of next year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and now the last question from our friends at Theme Park Insider: What new Universal rumor would make the most Disney fans' heads explode? I would have to say if it was uh, – it would be the bomb dropping of them finally getting Lord of the Rings done and mm-hmm. on the way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean that's, that's that's the last big franchise out there for someone to gobble up <coughs> that can actually be translated to a theme park. And if if Universal, as the rumors say, will get that eventually, that, that that's, the, that's the last big bomb. That'll happen for a while. I think it'll maybe um, if they announce some sort of monorail transportation service to the area because everyone in Disney loves monorails, so they'll just go right to the true. And, and maybe if they you know come out and say we bought all this land, we're putting a new water park, a new city walk, and two <laughs> these two awesome themed hotels over there or something. Yeah, yeah, something that may yeah. it kind of brings back the hope and wonder from the uh, Disney decade. Right. Kind of what I would like to see that would really make their heads explode. This isn't even a rumor. This isn't even on radar. But I would like to see them like announce a major 
redo of Marvel Superhero Island and then go in there and redo all that to make it look more like um the films. But keep, but keep it Marvel. Yeah, but keep it Marvel. <laughs> and keep uh, <laughs> just just redo, piss- redo everything. Oh my god, people be so pissed at that. <laughs> like use the new um like the film the new Spider-Man film look that they did and go in there and redo the whole land like that. <laughs> That'd just, be just, just to screw with them, just to make them mad. <laughs> or they announced that the third yeah. park they're building is Westcott center. <laughs> <laughs> call it, and even call it Westcott for that. It makes no sense, but they're calling it Westcott anyway. <laughs> In exchange for the theme park rights from Marvel, we oh. have bought the Westcott Westcott center name and are building Westcott. <laughs> With with a rebuild horizons, <laughs> yes. Just to make just to make all the fanboys completely shit themselves. I would laugh, laugh and laugh and laugh. Uh, um, no, that last question there. That was the last one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that's it for the show, you guys. Um, thanks for stay for staying with this little long episode. Um. Next week we're going to. It was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Next week we're going to be discussing uh, Disney parks. Um, talk about Sean's. I'm not Sean. Uh, Next trip to Universal, and then a little bit of my trip to Disneyland this past week. Um, and also uh, send us your questions um, at parkscopeblog at gmail Hit us up on Twitter at parkscope. Um, our own individual accounts, which is parkscope Joe on Twitter. Uh, Sean underscore Huckle and uh, Mr. underscore X 281. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Got it wrong. Okay, what is Mr. it? Mr. X underscore 381. Ah, there you go. So, yeah, you um, had I, a, I'm sorry. What? I was going to say um, we do have a, a shout-out. Um, Tweet Neil tweeted us, said that we're doing a good job. Thank you for that. There's also been a, a couple of more reviews posted on um, iTunes. Thank you for those. Keep those coming. They keep on bumping us up. Mm-hmm. Um Jennifer, my wife, posted one. So thank you for finally doing that forever, babe. <laughs> I'm very proud of you for actually doing it. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Also, um, we're on Stitcher now. So if you guys use Stitcher, yes. the Stitcher client, um, we're now pushing all of, all of our stuff to them. So make sure you sign up and do whatever you do with Stitcher because I'm not really sure myself, I'll be honest. Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea what it is. Um, just people asked for it. People asked for it and we delivered. So consider it that way. Um trying to see uh and also a last update we uh were nominated for the podcast awards or something like this i'm not really sure what's going on i got this email like when i was in vegas or something so thanks for everyone who voted for us your vote of confidence is rewarding um just you know giving giving you a heads up the next year we're going full force for this part for the podcast award podcast award nomination so prepare now we're gonna start our oscar bait as soon as possible um so yeah, there you go. Um, let me think. Is there anything else? I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait. We don't have mics, so I got to do this, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> y'all. Okay. Y'all. Y'all. <sighs> you just y'all. don't understand, y'all. <laughs> y'all just don't understand. I'm, I may just be a simple. <laughs> I may be a simple lawyer, but <laughs> <laughs> I may just be a simple lawyer. I say. I say. <laughs> Now I will forever imagine Mike as the lawyer, as chicken, lawyer chicken from chicken. Futurama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, okay. Well. All right. Kind of looks similar. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, Don't forget follow Calfish Orlando on Twitter. Yeah. Follow him online. 
Cowfish or O R L. Yep. Follow him on Twitter. Um, that's about it for us this week. We'll see you again Mon- um, well Tuesday with a normal episode because yay technical issues this week. Peace. Always fun. See you guys later. Take care. See you later. Go. Rainbows, sunshine.